It is the third day of the Omer. We are continuing the Mishnah Yomi by finishing up the sixth parak. Right now we are in Perek Vav at Mishnah Chet. So the eighth Mishnah says, If there are poles that are sticking out from your aris. Here, aris is the trellis itself. It can also refer, we've seen earlier, to the grapevines growing on the trellis, but here we're talking about the physical support structure holding up the vines, and you have kanim, you have poles that are sticking out. So what's going on is you have like a like a shesiv arav, you have like a up-down and side-to-side poles, but in one of the directions, your poles are sticking out past the rest, the rest of this lattice work. So you might have uh, a bunch of little boxes uh, that are that have the vines growing on them, but then on one side you have the poles are longer. And he takes mercy on these poles not to cut them. He wants the poles to stay long. Maybe he's going to use them later for some vertical supports for something. Maybe he's going to use them for his sukkah after he's done growing grapes. So he doesn't want to cut these poles. And it's interesting to think about that nowadays we just go to Home Depot if we want poles or we just uh, throw something out and we get a new one. But back then, it was, Baltashchit was a lot more relevant. And it's really something to think about is, do I really need to throw it out? Or does this actually have a use? Or maybe somebody else has a use for it, and I should give it away to somebody else instead of just cutting it up or throwing it out. So he doesn't want to cut these poles sticking out. Kinegdon mutter. So under these poles is mutter. And this is a chiddish because usually we saw that once you put vines over a trellis, that under the trellis is usher because usher to plant a new species to make kilayim there because the trellis is bottle to the vines. The vines are very important and the trellis is merely the support structure. So it's less important than the vines. But here he wants to keep these poles that are sticking out. So under those sticky out parts that don't, don't have vines on them, it's mutter to plant something else there. A saw in usher. But if he made these poles long on one side to make it a nice decoration so that the vines are going to come creeping over the poles, the chadash here is the new growth of the vines, the new tendrils, they're going to go creeping over those long poles and it'll look nice to have some vines sticking out the side, you know, it's a, it's a decorative pagoda, then it's also to plant under them because these sticky out parts of the poles going beyond the regular lattice work, those are bottled to the vine because he wants the vine to grow there. Good, Mishnah Tess. Perach, a yotzim in the aris. Literally the blossom that's coming out of the aris, but we've seen perach also means a tendril. So you have most of the vines and tendrils and leaves are on the latticework, but one of them starts growing off, and it's coming off the latticework, but it's still suspended in the air, and it keeps going and going. We're going to see it goes even past the arba amos, the four amot of the work area of the vineyard. Rowing oto, we consider it as if a lead weight, like a plumb line weight, is suspended from the vine. So even though this vine is still in the air, because it's sticking out past the lattice work and past the workspace thereof, that buffer zone of four amot, we consider it as if it's on the ground already, as if you've weighted it down with a plumb line. And underneath this vine, it's as if it's on the ground, even though it's floating through the air still, because it's uh, attached to the aris, to the framework high up. It's usher because it's as if it's on the ground. And so too, if you have a, a poor vine, now that's that's when there's just one plant, 
that you you know it's you're training it up a pole or something like this and it doesn't have the din of a vineyard it's not a vineyard we, we saw by a trellis but always you need five in a row suspended on a on a fence or into a ditch or on a trellis but if you have a dolly till you just have one vine and you've got it coming up or climbing up a vertical pole or something like this and then one of the tendrils one of the prochim starts going sideways and it's it's it since it's up above the ground it's going over we view it as if that's coming down on the ground and you can't plant under it of course if you only have one vine it doesn't have the din of a vineyard and it's not forbidden to plant within four amot since there's only one vine, it's like a vegetable, it's like six tefachim. So even if this vine goes outside of six tefachim, so imagine you have the six tefachim circle around the base of this one vine, and then if this one tendril goes out past that six tefachim, anything under that, it's usher to bring another species, or you're going to have kalayim there. Ha-moteach, the Mishnah continues, if you're stretching a vine from one tree to another, we've seen before they often planted tree uh on a tree on the branches of a tree as a support to the vine and we saw if it was elon srok a non-fruit bearing tree it was bottle it's a fruit bearing tree there was discussions there depends how hush of the fruit was so under this this stretchy out vine from one tree to another also to bring another species there for kilayim if he <clears throat> attached to the vine a rope or a reed and he's what he's doing is he's trying it, it it's not long enough yet this tendril is not long enough to stretch from one tree to another so he ties a reed onto the vine that's sticking out and then onto the neighboring tree so it'll go over there and uh and start growing on that tree so under the the rope itself the rope or the reed it's mutter to plant still because it's not there's no vine there but under the part of the vine sticking out, of course, it'd be usher to plant another species. If he's making some sort of vine, some sort of rope to get the vine to train from one tree to another, then that rope becomes buttle to the vine. He wants it to grow all along that rope to reach the other side. So then it's usher to plant under it because again, this rope or reed is buttle to the vine. Mazel Tov, I'm finishing the sixth parak. Of course, there's a hashkafic point to make that you have to be aware of your support structure. Your, your learning and your personal growth and your development as a man is what's vital, is what's, is what's icker, it's what's the important thing. That's kilu, that's the vine that's growing. But your support structure is going to determine which direction it grows in and how well supported it is, how much light and air this vine will get. So you have to be aware before you just start blossoming in all directions and anywhere and covering any other plants to, to be aware of where you're going in life and build a support structure that's going to accommodate your goals and what you want to get out of life. And it's really a blessing to have programs like the Mishnah Yomi and the Daf Yomi or even things like reading the Parsha every week, maybe with Shnaya Mikra Chatargo, maybe Chumash with Rashi, to have a consistency. And that gives you a support structure which really helps you to grow in learning and grow as a man in wisdom and in capability. So it's my blessing to all of us that we continue to find solid support structures that get us growing in the right direction. Chag Sameach.